Hey, it's Naughty. And I'm the Teach. And welcome to Naughty and the Teach. This week, we are your favorite moisturized black hotties. Y'all know she lying to you. I'm ashy as fuck. No, he's just a light-skinned nigga. I don't... No hate here. But, but we the same complexion, though. I'm like two <laughs> shades darker, so... Well, right? I'm here. I, I'm sure when y'all see us, you'll know that we are literally the same complexion. And I'm literally two shades, two um, shades darker. So for today, we're going <laughs> to be talking about social media and our digging deep. But first... We need to pop off. So let's pew, pew, pop pew. off. <laughs> I did it. I did it for him this week. I did it for him. I'm gonna be honest. I will <laughs> I she saw it in my eyes. I was ready to do I, I saw it in his heart. I, I I I saw his heart. I felt it. I was like, I know he wants those air horns. Let's just give it to him because I've shot it down so many times. I have you know? to say that was probably the happiest moment <laughs> I've had this week. <laughs> it's been rough. All right. So couple of things that I want to talk about in popping off. The first, I, I feel like I'm a courtroom reporter. He is. Um, <laughs> he's actually like a bailiff on the side, so he, he's got all the tea. Because I'm going to talk about more trials. Um, what I mentioned uh, in last episode was the Jesse Smollett trial. It's uh, this. Uh, it's just. It's taken so many turns we never expected this but here we are yeah and uh he got on the stand which was brave and smart of him uh, or not smart of him based on the results but <laughs> he got on the stands and said that he was um, um if he wanted a different outcome he was not acting well yeah not at all don't put but it on your he got on the stands and said that he had a sexual relationship with his attacker and you know Based on our episode of toxic relationships, this is the epitome of what a toxic relationship would look like. It'd be like, fuck me and then pretend to beat me, allegedly. And then, allegedly, or actually he was found guilty. Oh, so so, so it'd be like, fuck me, then beat me in the most heinous way we can think of, and then I'll pay you and I'll get more famous. Now, I just want to say I've never heard of a, a trial that had to go for staging a hate crime. But uh, Jesse Smollett is at least the first person I've ever heard of in my life that was found guilty of staging a hate crime. At least in this way, because it might have looked looked different in different times but um to build off of what we were talking about last week with toxic relationships the fact that whether it's jesse smollett who orchestrated this or uh his bodyguard personal trainer whatever relationship or sexual partner that they've had if they decided that this was going to be the way that they're going to you know address things handle things express their love of whatever it's toxic regardless to whether it's from jesse's side or whether it's from his personal trainer side it's just a sad sad situation all around yeah it's really just bad pr i know people say like good p like any pr is good pr but this is truly horrible pr because not like there's no acting role to come from this yeah you can look up the results of and the verdict for jesse smollett um, you could just do a regular old Google search. Yeah, it's on it's up. on every news outlet because that's the it's a hot thing. But they will definitely be appealing. Let's see what happens with that. Another trial, and this isn't as it's it's a, a hundred times sadder. Is the Dante Wright trial is underway? Um, Dante Wright was a young man from Wisconsin who mm -hmm. was killed by a police officer at a traffic stop 
when they alleged that they miss um that they mis- took out sorry that they took out their taser instead of oh, they took out their gun instead of taking out their taser and they end up shooting and killing this young man and the trial is underway um the main argument that the defense is making is that it was an accident and you know that's we'll see what the results are i know that when these types of trials happen there's a sense of unease unrest um, just a sense of disbelief that these are the things that people say and claim but these are the same um, stances that they take these are the same defenses that they take and they we watch them get over consistently so if you're um, if you're having a hard time like remembering this case this is the same case where um they showed Kimberly Porter as a young officer, like when she first started being an officer, rather than her current photo. This is also the case where the police, instead of raising just the American flag every morning as they sh- um, as they're told to do because of their job, they also raised the uh, Blue Lives flag. This that, is all the same case, and I know with the flag. pandemic and everything, like just time being so long. This is that same case. It's 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 heartbreaking. Yeah. It like as a as a black person and even like as a person of color, like there's just a feeling of just not being protected. And it's tr- trials like this where you're like, damn, yo, the, the officer's about to get off just because they said it's an accident, even though it was their fault. But even on a human level, a, 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 a person, a human lost their lives. And I think that's the part that often gets missed is that we're talking about human beings, regardless to what color they are. And there are people who are supposed to protect them against losing their lives or any grave or bodily harm. But we're consistently seeing that those people who are literally supposed to protect who sign up to protect you are the ones who are causing the harm or the death and that is a extremely sad situation and it's just it just brings up all the emotions in many people where we just constantly see the results being one way it's like there's no accountability no responsibility no no people taking actual and literal responsibility for their actions um, I, I do want to say, we mentioned uh, the uh, Alec Baldwin situation yes. to where he accidentally discharged a gun that should not have been in his possession loaded. And he and, took responsibility. And we're seeing that happen differently for other people. But I do want to say, there's a lot of people on the internet, which we'll talk about and we'll get into that bigger topic very, very soon. There's a lot of people on the internet who were ready to crucify, ready to, to, to really go into Alec Baldwin about this action that was taken. But those are the same people then say, well, she didn't mean to. It was an accident. Like the, the, the narrative changes. And I will say, I know that um, at the point that we record, we're recording this um, this podcast, Alec Baldwin has said like, he did not kill he didn't he didn't that he did not kill the um the assistant but i just just to get deeper 
what he what he what he is saying is that it was his like he shot he is admitting and he is acknowledging that he shot the gun but when he says that he is saying that other people who were who had said that they checked the gun that they made sure that it was that there weren't any bullets all of those people killed her and he was just the the way it happened because he as an actor doesn't check the gun he doesn't know anything about the gun all he did was his acting portion and he trusted the people before him to give him a a weapon to give not, not a weapon to give him something that was a fake weapon that's what he was saying this is a completely different situation where as an officer you should know even in the most high emotional moments what you are grabbing because that's what you're trained to know and trained to do. Yeah. And the sad part is at the end of the day, somebody lost their life and you know, there's a family grieving. There's a young person who again is life has been cut short by literally the people that were paid and signed up and signed an oath, made the commitment to protect. So, um, you know, that, Sorry to be the courtroom reporter in this sense, but these are the two trials. One is, not that it's silly, but one is just... It just took a turn that we were not expecting. So when we made the jokes about it last week, it was... The the turn it took for this week was not one that anybody expected. Yeah. Um, it's just... They're all... Both of these are just sad cases on different levels, completely different levels all around. Um, and just, you know, to get a little bit lighter, we're going to talk about this a little bit more in Digging Deep. But, you know, your favorite Sacramento Kings player, Tristan Thompson. Wait, he's on the Kings? <laughs> he is. Um, you may not have known that, but he is on the Kings because, you know, Khloe Kardashian, she only fucks the L.A. players, allegedly. California, L.A., Sacramento. Damn, that's, oh, you're right, California players. See, look, I told, see, I said in the last episode, I played, I made a joke about Sierra, and ever since then, I've been fucking up. I, 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 I said it, I said it last episode. That's Sierra's prayer coming right back at you. I'm going to be single for the rest of my life. Absolutely not. You'll um, find somebody. No, it's okay. I mean, whatever. I'm, I'm cool with it. Bachelorette for life. Woo, woo. I made a hashtag sign. Y'all couldn't see it. So sorry. Um, but anyway. I just, I just learned what the hashtag sign looks like <laughs> in real life. <laughs> but anyways, so um, right now, uh, Khloe Kardashian's baby father, Tristan Thompson, um, is alleged to have a child with his personal trainer i i hope i'm saying it right it's either marily or marily nichols um that's the that's the hot topic right now they're in court for it there are screenshots of tristan thompson telling uh miss nichols that she she might as well abort the baby for $75,000 because he's going to retire so her child support check would be minuscule because he's retiring um he obviously does not know what them checks be fucking looking like because it's 17 percent for he has three children he has one with his ex jordan one with chloe and one with um alleged with uh miss nichols that's 17 percent each so his paycheck is small not theirs I, I do just but we're gonna go we're gonna dig into it later i do want to ask a question before we go on. ask it ask it so hold on so, 
Tristan Thompson and doing research is <laughs> 30 years old. He's 30 and Chloe is a whopping 37. All right, listen. All right, don't be coming after Chloe. I'm not No, no, no. I'm not saying years of age. I'm not saying that um her being 37 is is a bad thing. Um I'm just saying I don't know about y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. I just took my bra off cuz it's been a day. Um <laughs> my mother told me since I was like 16 that men do not become men until they're 28. So to me, that's like you had a kid with a toddler. I don't know. Oh, like, like uh, you know what I mean? Very, very possible. But at 30 years old, he is claiming that he's going to retire at 31 years old from the NBA. But he's from Canada, so their health insurance is different. You know, true, true. their way of life is different. <laughs> so if, if he's going to retire in Canada... I mean, he could have a great life. So I, in America, shit would be hard. Well, I do want to say, as a black man in America, his life could have ended between 31 and drug 81. However, in Canada, I'm going to assume he has he's going to live to like he's 90. What is he going to do for the next 59 years if he retires at 31? I, maybe he has a Canadian sponsorship that we don't know about. <laughs> I don't know because... I, I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. I, I, but honestly, if he retires from, I have a question because you, you know sports more than I. If is are the Raptors a part of the NBA? Yes, the Toronto so, Raptors. So if he retires from, so he can't retire from the NBA and then play for the Raptors. Yeah, he, no, no. If he no. retires from the NBA, he could probably get like a front office job, a coaching job, but he doesn't have the experience that people are going to say, "Oh, let me get Tristan Thompson." He'll have the name recognition probably, but do people really want to bring him in in that level? I'm about to get messy, and this is allegedly. Everything I'm going to say is allegedly. Uh, I haven't said allegedly yet, so I feel bad. But he's going to sprinkle the allegedly Alleged, on, alleged, on alleged, the conspiracy alleged. theory I'm about to say. Oh, wow. A conspiracy theory. Okay, let's okay. go. So um, Drake said in his, his song, took a right, and, you know, he fucked for the night. Mm. That was allegedly him saying that he fucked Kim Kardashian. And Kanye West said that in... Uh, Drinking champions that that Drake said he fucked his wife, right? I think it's just drink champs. Drink champs. Okay, whatever. Drinking that too. Um, so if Drake actually fucked Kim and Tristan fucked Chloe, they can be the bang bros in Toronto because Drake. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Eskimo bros But not, they're not Eskimo bros Because they didn't fuck the same person Oh again Okay I got you I got you So they're bang you. bros Because they bang the same family I'm sure bang There's a lot of people Wearing li- Out there listening <laughs> Like that's not what bang bros you know what is <laughs> it's, it's not But um But you know Don't it's, google that Um <laughs> Don't Um But It'd be like You fuck one sister I fucked another Drake is the Like mascot Or he's Something with the Toronto Raptors I could get you a job because I know the people. Now you the coach. Why not? Why not? Yeah, I, no, I then it'll be it. Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> what? Or Leave Travis? Alone. One of them. One of them. Tiger. Tiger. Leave Tiger alone, man. <laughs> he Tiger's- done brought everybody's hairline hairline back in the fucking new millennium. But what I understand is, doesn't Tiger have a lucrative career now in OnlyFans? I don't know, but um, he he actually people say that um, like Tory Lane said, um, 
that when Tyga told him the his hair person, he was like, "You can be on any song." So if he don't even need he don't need any other money on OnlyFans, if all he is is like, "This is my hair guy, put me in your song," that's money because it's rappers, money for the song and then royalties. Musicians and rappers and singers hairlines are, are hairs messing up like <laughs> that that they need to be like, "Yo, Tyga, give me the hookup." And I'll give you this feature for real, for real, for real, for real. Wow, I'm sorry. I want to bring it back to the Tristan Thompson question that I asked. <laughs> so, if he retires at 31, he's based. This is another example of a toxic relationship. He's just saying, "Hey, we had this possible alleged sexual relationship. We have a child out of it, and that's from his from Miss Nichols, the supposed baby yeah, mother, because her- we already know Chloe and his ex girlfriend." Yes. So this is could be his possible third kid to not deal with Miss Nichols or his child. He wanted to do a payout or he might actually retire so he doesn't have to pay child support. That is. So if some of y'all do not know, let me just break this down for you. He is in right now. He is in the U.S. of A. So the way that it works. America. America. So how it works is that. Um, you have to pay 17% of your annual income per child. If, um, if when the children have the same mother, it goes, um, from like, if it's two children, it goes from 70, 17% to 25%. And if it's the same mother, the percent changes. So it goes up about 8%. But when those children have different mothers, it's 17% for each. So if he's thinking that he did, he like, you know, got around a system, he did not. Right now, he's paying, if he's paying child support for Khloe Kardashian and his ex-girlfriend, Miss Craig, he is paying 34% of his income his annual income of all that he makes to those children. So that's almost half. Another 17% is more than half. So he's the broke bitch in the, in the end of that if he's trying to get out of something. But if he said, like, yo, I'm not even going to have a source of income so that the payments I pay to my child support is you is is low and is and that's minimal? his that's his thing like getting abortion because you know I won't be able to give you money or just take this payout yeah uh, for what she alleged or the screenshots that it looked like it was like take this a payout you'll at least On get fucking money Snapchat. now he didn't even text her. <laughs> All right. Based on this episode, you're going to know how little I know about these things. Yes, he we we split the research this episode. Yeah, but I'm talking about no, I mean little I know about the major topic which we're going to talk about in a second. Snapchat sounds like one that just seems like one that's way over my head. And we'll no, give, but that's Snapchat a is so, shadowing. It's so, so old. I don't even use Snapchat. Yeah. That was like when you, that Snapchat is legitimately when you want to send nudes because it disappears in eight seconds. So. You send the nude, the person sees your body and it's like, am I going to come over? Am I going to fuck? Yes, no. Then you go. So it's like Tinder? But faster. 
Because it's only you only can see the picture for eight seconds. I was very confused when she said faster. I'm like, but because with Tinder but you Tinder can look fast. through a you can look through a profile. Oh, and you have to read words. Yes, on uh. Snapchat it's like you get the person's snap, and if they choose to send you a picture, then it's like it can be as vulgar or as innocent as they want, and it's only at max like ten seconds. So it could be like them reading a book. Possibly. Damn, that's hot. All right, let's get I mean, into our... He, he's a reader, so he's like, mm, read that book, girl. I want to know you're literate. Let's so go. So now that we talk about Snapchat and stuff, let's get into our topic of digging deep. And this week, Naughty, what is our main digging deep topic? Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> all, right. all right. All right. Our topic is social media. It's just the umbrella we're gonna dig into how it makes you feel how you react to it how you how you move in the world of social media yes. things like that so the first thing we want to do is we want to talk about how the different apps are used i'm glad naughty brought up stick uh snapchat snapchat i do yes. know of snapchat it's the yellow one with the ghost tis oh shit oh. you're correct wow you would have won the money on jeopardy I mean, I didn't say what is. Or, oh, uh, so you might have fucked up there, I, but I so maybe not like, Jeopardy. Nah, you, you dumb. They'd and I'd be like, like, damn, whoever is the Or host. Alex Trebek would have looked at you like. I think Alex Trebek is not the host I know, anymore. no. I know that R.I.P. <laughs> Alex Trebek, but he he is, no matter who hosts it now, it's Alex Trebek. Yes. You know I do know saying? it's never going to be Aaron Rodgers again. <laughs> but, you know. Uh, so, anyway, Snapchat. So, uh, Nordy was giving us a little bit of introduction of what Snapchat is, and apparently it's the fast Tinder where you can get laid. No, I I mean, um, in my experience with Snapchat, you know, you can send, like, quick pics to, to your friends and you can have conversations, but a lot of people um, would, like, use it, like, especially, like, before OnlyFans, I know a lot of sex workers who use Snapchat because they can... They would be able to. They would be able to promote themselves, but like uh, very quick ads. It'd be like five second, ten second ads of them shaking their ass or of their toto, uh, doing whatever. And then you'd be able to send them money and get the and get their whole story. You know, that's what like Snapchat was for. Was like to send the quick nudes that um, that you you ran the risk of getting screenshotted, but. It's only 10 seconds, and the person doesn't know what they're getting. So you are safe in that regard. For our fans who may not be in the know, what is a toto? Oh, um, sorry. Uh, I don't know if that's like general Spanish or just Puerto Rican Spanish, but uh, it means vagina. Ah, vagina. See, now I'm like, oh, wow, that makes sense. Yes. They're sending pictures of their vagina. Oh, wow. Sorry, yes, that's what I, that means. Some people some people call it a chocha. Um, you know, I, do, I don't. I don't. I say toto. Sorry. Got you. Um, my only experience with Snapchat is um, on dating apps. There's a lot of apps where you would see pictures and you'd be like, oh, this person is beautiful. This person oh. is pretty. And then it's like... A lot Here's the of, link to my Snapchat. And they're so like, oh. a lot of filters come, a lot of the popular filters, like the, if you ever see like the dog filter, like the Dalmatian or the brown ears, the the red devil ears, that's all from Snapchat. And then Instagram kind of uh, 
has its own features and they uh built they built off of they stole the idea from snapchat and then they kind of built off of it and they went further with it but snapchat was like the first place that you saw it and then snapchat um they're not called like reels or tiktoks but they had um what they call stories uh, almost like Instagram where people would be able to talk and like have ads because Kylie Jenner had a whole campaign on Snapchat before Instagram was really like a thing with like the stories and the and um with the reels and because she had a filter that was like you can try her different makeup looks and then she had ads about like how to apply that makeup mm. so to summarize Donnie Snapchat is for who who would Snapchat be designed for? Who would use or how would you describe the people who were using Snapchat? Um, I know when I used it, uh, Instagram wasn't very popular and there were no when I used it, there were no stories on Facebook or Instagram. Those were just places to write on your wall for Facebook or to post pictures on Instagram. Uh, Snapchat, when I first used it. Oh, shit like almost like seven, eight years ago, it was solely for the jokes to like draw on yourself. This was also when that, that French drawing app was popular. Um, Yo, you he looked at me and he was like, what the I'm fuck? Like, French drawing app? It, so when I first used it, it was solely for the jokes. I was going to say Picasso, and, but and, that's not even French. No. <laughs> and like now when I see people using it, now it's like for the filters and it's to send nudes, you know. Well, I, on the dating apps, that's mostly what I see. But I'm glad that she mentioned this because speaking of which, the OG, as far as I know, of the social and media apps that survive today is Facebook. I'm sorry, Meta, as we will either know it today or know it in the future. Meta, or we're going to refer to it as Facebook because it's more commonly known. This, this may be, this is a random question. No, it's not. Never mind. I answered my own question. I was going to ask if like the Facebook would be like a noun phrase, but it's not. I answered it in my I think it's just mind. Facebook. I think they dropped no, no, the I mean, Facebook. When, when it was the Facebook. Yeah. Um, I remember when it was the Facebook. Uh, told you. This nigga, I was, uh, this nigga was on Napster. I was hanging out. Uh, I was on LimeWire. <laughs> Thank you very much. I was hanging but out. We with, were all on LimeWire. All right. Well, that's the I didn't remember Napster, but okay. I was definitely on LimeWire. But anyway, Wait. when the Facebook came out, I was hanging out with my homie Moses, and we went to go visit my friend Jesus. And <laughs> then, don't be laughing at me, okay? He no, gave me the I took Jesus you seriously, sandals. and then you said Jesus, and I was like, all right. I'm like Moses, no, Moses and Jesus. But anyway, Facebook in his I um, leather sandals. When Facebook came out. And this is going to date me a bit. I was in college when it was came. And the only way you can get a Facebook account was you needed to be a college and have a, a EDU account, an EDU email. And we got it. We were like, yay. Our school was chosen to be part of this. This, And there were the ones like of an us experiment. who made a fake college account to get a Facebook. You can make a fake college account. Listen. All you had to do college. was fucking put... College edu and that was it. That was it. Just blah 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 edu. That you literally you went okay. So for people like me, we went, we looked, we went to a college, and because you can search up people who go to your school, you put in a fucking name. Generally, 
there's somebody with the name fucking John Smith, Rebecca Smith. I'm not saying I use those, but that's what we, that's what we put Y'all in. Y'all know now. Spam them John Smith, Rebecca Smith emails. And you you find their email, right? And then uh, you put that shit in. And then it would ask you a random question like, what's one of your classes? Now, if you know to look up the fucking names, you just click a fucking class and you're like, one out of four? Gonna click, gonna make a name. And that's what we did. And we made it. It was the same thing on fucking Skonex. He did all of it. What the fuck did you just say? It was a ratchet fucking website. Skonex? It was ra- It was for high school students. But for that one, it was a little bit harder than Facebook because you had to have a high school account. And then you had to write... You had to know the the homeroom teacher and you had to know what period homeroom was. I just want to say this. How they fucking she knew that I don't know. just said Skonex, which I've never heard of. And if it was you a out fucking there, ghetto of, as hell MySpace. Definitely okay? make, leave a comment <laughs> about your experience with Skonex. And if you've but, ever seen the Puerto Rican princess and it was a black girl, tis me. But I just want to say that even then... We saw how easy and how shitty Facebook was, and we did not predict the damn phenomenon that it would be today. Like, do you remember when Facebook had the try to copy MySpace and have the music player? Yes. Damn, yo, Tom, Tom. We, we were the actually. Shit. Fuck. You know how long it took us to research, research a song <laughs> exactly. to put in that damn profile. Mark Zuckerberg, you're cool. Please delete my Facebook, but Tom. Tom, if you out there, you was a real one. And the whole, everybody in this world, the community, we love you. You was everybody's, you was in everybody's top five, they top eight, because you was the one. I think it was, I don't know if you're going to change them out. <laughs> I don't know. No, you could have. You can make your, you after, a, like, when you first made your MySpace, he was there with the thumbs up in the, the fucking algorithm yeah. behind you. But you could have taken them out. But you was in everybody's, you was in everybody's top eight, top five, because you were that guy. And when we see you IRL, we dapping you up. I, I do want to say I don't. Is I don't, he invited to the I don't barbecue? I, <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> All right, the look I shot her. But anyways, was very daggers. daggers. I got off topic, but we're here to talk about social media. So and Facebook. Fa- okay, so. Not just Facebook, but we wanted to talk about like how we how we the apps and how we use different apps. So this is my opinion. Teach if you or the teach as, as you are. If you have a different opinion, just shout it out. So I feel like Facebook is more for um, the mundane things in life. Just like, you know, like what you're eating, what you're doing, how you're doing or even like the safety check ins. It's a scrapbook for your entire life. However, you want to um, detail it. Good, the good, the bad, the whatever. It's that's what Facebook is for. And it could also be like a uh, planner. You can know when people's birthdays are. You know when events are happening. It's a good way to help keep in contact. However, it's like a it's like a digital yearbook on crack. Facebook, if you take it outside of that, is a fucking cesspool of absolute nonsense garbage and bullshit at times. When it comes to the news. Oh yeah, the news, the no and even the information that's being passed and spread. Facebook is constantly having to be questioned by the government for their involvement in fuckery. Period. It doesn't matter what the Ooh. fuckery is. 
It's just fuckery. So the okay, I agree with te- the teach, but um, when I'm talking about how about the apps, I'm talking about how people use the apps. Not I, so I don't disagree with that because there uh, there is information. Oh, I'm about, talking about how people use the apps too. Oh damn, <laughs> they're spreading the information. They're the That's ones a fact. creating Actually, you're the, right, you're the right. cesspool. Even in the comments, the comment sections. It be the comments and anything that might be. Sort of on that line of controversy, people are ready to either take it three ways. People are there to troll. People are there to co-sign or fight against it. Or people are there to just plain old be racist, sexist, homophobic, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So y'all know I'm a mom. So I'm in like 10 mom groups. And if any of y'all listening are moms in our mom groups, y'all know this shit is toxic. So when I see fucking group posts i'd be like skip 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 because i know it's like you hate your kid and i'm like all right next i can't even i can't even deal with you right now but um instagram i feel like instagram um uh recently a little bit of it it's kind of changed with reels but i still feel like it um it's it instagram is used uh as a facade it's used to like to glamorize is like you use it to to pretend it's like you want to show where you how you want your life to be where you want your life to be it's mostly it's mostly used for all of the pretty things in life most people do not post sad things in life and when they do post sad things it's I'm having a hard time, but I want it to get better. I'm having a hard time. I'll know it get better. It's not just like I'm sad and I'm sitting in this. That's really not what it's used for. It's like the the better side and the more glamorous side of life. So, so I have very little to say about uh, Instagram because I just got on Instagram at the Teach NYC. And that's why we want you to harass him. And we're going to have a whole story about that. Well, well, until y'all do that, then I'm just going to continue to do it because it doesn't matter. I got an Instagram on the strength of the podcast and really being able to hear from you and how much you're excited about it. So if y'all do not talk to him on IG, he's going to not be on IG. And we don't want that. I mean, I'll log in eventually and exactly look at stuff. But uh, the I don't I I do see it. But from my perspective of what um, IG is, it's like it's like a lot of filtered pictures of people trying to portray a life that they may or may not live. It's like the it's like I don't know if you remember this, but back in the days there was a sh- a, a, a TV show and it was called Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Or, ooh, or even with Robin Leach. It I, was I think that. That's what it was. It was Lifestyles of Rich and Famous with Robin Leach. And if you haven't seen that, um, there's Cribs. Yeah. MTV Cribs. So, also two different shows, but, but similar yeah. ideals. And it doesn't mean that it was about your how you're living. It was about the life that you were portraying. Like you were this jet setting. You live even if you were just stationary in a city. You were doing all the best things in life. You were so happy. The pictures. You were with the most beautiful people, etc. Or the other option of Instagram that I'm seeing is Fumo. Like, oh, if you're not here, you're missing out. So he's saying FOMO, FOMO, fear of missing out. Yes. Did I say FUMO? Yes. He's thinking of the restaurant he (laughs) hates next door. (laughs) And also, if if you're thinking that MTV Cribs, some of those houses were staged. That's why I say that it was a facade. Red Band's house was staged? 
All right, listen. No, no, I'm no. Sorry. Red Man, Red Man. Please he had look a, up that he episode. He had an interview about this. He was one of the few shows where he said, "I do not want a staged house. I want to use my real house because he was putting money into that." But if he's him saying that, lets you know that those houses yeah. were staged and. They also only showed you certain rooms of certain houses. Yeah. So and of course, very, and it was they are unoccupied, unlived yes, in a lot of they, them. Um, if an artist is touring, that means they are sp- they are spending money on an empty house. That sounds fucking stupid to me. Would you not live in a house you are fucking paying for? Yeah. Well, okay, but it's all. I don't know that level of money. So. Yeah, but it's all. It's but part of it is a facade because they are showing you the best parts of a extravagant house or the best parts of a house in general that of things you just don't have. You know, the people, the 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 unfamous people who were on fucking MTV Craves are the real people that had money, not the fucking celebrities. Yeah. But continue to. I but I was just going to say quickly, uh, if you want to see something great, something classic, um, if you want to YouTube MTV Cribs and look up Redman, his episode was just it was just so great. But what I was saying about FOMO, FOMO. Fear of missing out. <laughs> yes. Is that's another thing that people, um, it creates. It's like this, oh, you're missing out on all of this joy, all of this beauty, all of this, you know, fabulousness that you could be a part of. It's like a really shitty postcard. Yeah. So Instagram to me is, and I don't really go on it a lot. I don't really go on the rails and stuff. Um, but we'll we'll get to more of that and the effects of how it affects people in a second. But I do want to take a moment to talk about Twitter. <laughs> Twitter. I mean, I think the both of us kind of mostly follow Black Twitter, but in Wait, either another type of Twitter. Um, oh, there's a lot of porn on Twitter. There's a lot that of porn I on Twitter. No, out. no, no. But I. But um, aside from the aside from the porn. I do think that Twitter is mostly for like the jokes and like people's outrage. A lot and of wittiness. It, and when when it comes to like Black Twitter, like you know, I don't know if it's like people say that culturally, like we laugh at our pain, so there's a lot of fucking jokes. But that's what Twitter is for—is for the jokes. And you know, when Instagram is shut down, and um, TikTok, I think is. I think part of why it got so popular so fast is because it it glamorizes instead of like unlike um, Instagram where it's like the highlight reel of your life. TikTok is like these are my like take it takes a boring topic and it makes it glamorous. So it'd be like these are my fall outfits. Let me show it to you in a very creative way to make you want to watch. Or it makes fun of the nuisances in life. You know, and make it it just it makes fun of the things that are boring. It makes fun of everyday things. And you're like, oh wow, I can relate to that. I hate riding the train. I can relate to that. You know, somebody bumped into me and didn't say excuse me. And they they made it super funny. You know, I think that's why TikTok got so popular so fast. Or even like the the hard the hard dances. Watching somebody dance, if you're not into dancing, it's like watching baseball if you don't like baseball what the fuck is happening it's person catching it's person doing it's like what's going on but it makes it super exciting and i think that's why tiktok got so popular or part of the reason yeah i think for me 
I don't know much about TikTok. The only thing I know is TikTok feels like a venue and an avenue for a lot of non people of color to culturally appropriate or steal and capitalize off of the work of people of color. But that's just, you know, me from an outside perspective who's not on TikTok a lot or understand. But I, I do want to like say that's anything and everything. Well, yes, that's what I'm saying. But now it's like the, the, the this current generation, the TikTok generation, and I put it in air quotes, the TikTok's generation's way of then now being able to do that. It just seems like there's always these cycles. But one thing I did want to say about Twitter Twitter to me, especially black Twitter, feels like the black emails that we always joke about. Like, yo, did you get the email about what's going on? Black Twitter is now our black emails in the way that we keep. We always would joke about, yo, y'all been to the meetings? Or we always talk about the meetings in which we all learn about these information. Black Twitter. Now we have a lot of non-black people going on. Like, what's going on in the black community? It's literally, like, if you've ever seen, like, two black people... If you've ever seen you the see fucking meme, people. if you've ever seen the meme of fucking like P. Diddy on The Voice looking at that black man with the blonde hair and that puffy fucking jacket, you ever seen that meme of them looking at each other like, mm, what's going on? That's black Twitter. Yeah, it's like, mm, 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 mm. Mm. See, we just had a whole conversation and there's a lot of black people like, oh yeah, I heard exactly what they said. And there's a whole lot of people like, huh? Uh -huh. What's did coming they, on? I, I, I don't understand. Like when Serena Williams is grunting, she's having a whole conversation that yeah. some people just can't understand. She's like, oh, I'm going to score this point right now. Motherfucker. So those Allegedly. are the major, major ones. Uh, we touched on Facebook. We touched on Instagram. We touched on Twitter. And we touched on TikTok. So now we have to look at the actual effect that all of these social media platforms have. So the question that we're going to explore a bunch of questions, but we're going to start with. Is our self-esteem affected more by social media or compliments or words of affirmation that we receive in actual, in, in IRL, like a lot of people would say? <laughs> in real life. And um, to like even get even deeper into that, are the compliments we get in real life the same as getting them on social media? Is, saying, is somebody saying, hey, you look nice, the same as a like does it feel as fulfilling um that's just something to think like for you to think about and that we're going to talk about because you know we're here to talk shit so in a sense we're we're talking about validation validation from social media and validation in person is it the same is it different because there could be an argument that the 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 validation has shifted before people, you know, before social media, obviously, in IRL, people would actually talk to each other and interact and compliment and do all these things. But now social media has kind of bridged that gap to where you can now do these things to people all across the world. You can yeah. you can look at people's pictures. You can see how they're living or the way that they're portraying their living. You can slide into somebody's DMs. I haven't slid into somebody's DM yet, and I feel like I'm missing out on being on Instagram and sliding somebody's DM. So somebody out there, you might get a... You might get a... From the teeth hey. in my seat. I, and I know there's... 
celebrities right now. I have sent y'all a plethora. No, no, not not of not of me trying to fuck y'all. Of me giving ideas for music videos or for movies you should be in, and y'all have missed out on money. I'm just saying. Uh, but um, I want to just say, uh, Naughty, please hold those. We never know what our... I've uh, screenshotted them. Don't worry. Because I'm getting my... I'm, oh. I'm getting my money. I screenshotted them oh, I for posterity. But um, if I know that there are baby boomers listening to this episode. If you guys think that you lived before the era of social media, you did not. There was passing notes and there was telephones. And y'all been talking shit about people and talking on the phone about people and about how people looked social media y'all writing notes about people and saying she y'all came up with the term raw dog y'all came up with the term butterface that was all y'all writing notes and talking shit uh, so uh, don't you're not excluded i do have a question <laughs> so is writing do you like me yes no or maybe sliding no, no. into somebody's that, dms back in those days sure is <laughs> sure is Sure is. Do you like me? Yes, no, maybe. That is. That was sliding in the DMs. That is sliding in the DMs um, because you're not asking in person. That's a form of social media because you're 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 writing it down. You're giving you're giving it to somebody. You telling your friend to tell that girl that you like them is a form of talking through social. Is a a form of social media. It just looks different, and I want to make that known because I see y'all. Y'all are listening, and we love y'all, but we want you to know, accountable. That is what you are. You know what I'm saying? True, true. So, like, social media has changed in, like, how we, like, what we say is the same, but how we do it is different. So, how are those compliments different? Have you ever received the, do you like me, yes or no, kind of, no? I've sent those out, you know. Oh, we know. We heard. (laughs) And we heard the results. Never worked out for me. When we look at uh, self-esteem, so, are we saying, or do we know, that self-esteem affects, I'm sorry, social media affects self-esteem. Okay, so I know we have different, we have a different vibe, or we have different experiences, rather. And I know for me, like, I will post pictures that I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I look the best. I don't think I look the best. But maybe, like, I don't think my face looks the best. But I know, like, my body looks nice. And I'm like, okay, I know that this will be liked on social media or like, I mean, like post pan, I mean, before the, you know, pre pandemic, how I viewed social media was very different. So I would post pictures where I would like say like my body looks nice because I have a whole, I have a whole thing with my body and how I don't like it. But I would say like my body, oh, I thought looks- you was about to say my body is banging. No, no, I don't like it at all. So, um. I would be like, okay, I don't like my body, but I know it looks nice, so I'm going to post it even though my face doesn't look nice because I know it'll get likes. And that would be how I just use social media. But now I'd be like, yo, Instagram, all jokes. I'm po- I've am i posted like, and if y'all use Instagram, you know this is annoying. The, I've posted the last, my last like eight posts have all been reels and maybe a picture in my story. And it's been like fucking memes and shit like that. And so that, that's like, not necessarily like what people want to see. They want to see pictures of you, you know, being sexy or doing great, especially because I, through the pandemic, since I was living by myself, I was posting fucking half naked pictures. So this is not what these niggas want to see. And when I say niggas, I mean like men, women, and a non-binary. You know, they, that's not what they want to see. They want to see some titties. They want to see some asses. That's what I was posting. And now I'm like, this shit is all jokes as I've gotten to enjoy my body. You know, and uh, 
I've kind of forced uh, Teach to like get on Instagram, you know. She's uh, not. She's not bullying me, y'all. I'm I not. Wanna, I don't know. No. I, I it's, make not, sure it's not a bully way. It was like if you want to have a successful podcast, we have to be able to talk to our listeners, and one of the easiest ways to do that was through IG because we are not showing our our actual faces right now so and even if we did you were not getting his personal facebook so um you know he only had facebook and i was like we have to do something else and that's how we facebook (laughs) and that's and that's how you know and that's how that started um so we have a different relationship about it you know about social media social media yes uh I do want to say, though, for me, and I hear what you're saying about your experience on Instagram and how your followers wanted to see specific types of pictures from you. Or maybe that's how I felt because I don't know necessarily what my followers want. I'm going to be honest. My followers don't seem to give a fuck. <laughs> they don't DM me. They don't message me. I'm just not like, yet. Right, Not well, yet. Because y'all no. are going to do that after this episode. Watch. I, I swear. I now feel like I'm going to get one where they're going to be like, yo, show us your titties. And I'm like, I'm a, I'm a lady, okay? I am. Classy. No, he's gonna say, I'm. No, he's gonna say, I'm a man, and I don't show my titties because I, I am, am classy. classy, okay? Even you know, because men have titties too. It's not all about the ladies. Oh well, I. Sh- men I have do. titties. I do. I okay, do. I see two breasts in front of my face. Now everybody's gonna be like, hmm. <laughs> what does he look like? The- you said Idris Elba. You said light skin. Hmm. We're going to talk about compliments because that's going to play into the compliments I got in real life. So on social media for me, it's more of I think I come from an era and I lived so long without social media that I understand that this is just a digital platform for me to express myself and how I want to. But because I never really experienced it for that long, it's like, okay, how do I want to craft social media for me? But if you grew up in the social media era, it's like, okay, this is life. This is how I communicate with my friends. This is how I get myself out there. This is how I just basically create this character, this persona, this person. This is who I am. And because I haven't had that, it's like, okay, I can compartmentalize in a way. This being social media, a digital platform I go, like a website or whatever, or an app, whatever, versus who I am in real life. And I'm going to be honest. I don't know what my life is going to turn out in the future, but there's no way that my social media is going to drastically be different than who I am as a person in real life. And there's some people I'm not sure they can say that because there's many reasons why they have to uphold a specific social media uh, character, a specific persona or personality. I know for me, like, Fuck it. I'm 27. I know I tried to like hide my age before. I grew up in in between this super social media age. And I guess I don't want to say like it's not pre-internet, but pre like accessible internet. So, yes, I had dial up also had a MySpace. I grew up like, you know, and if you don't know what dial up is, you could not talk on the house phone. A plugged-in house phone. You couldn't talk on a house phone and be on the internet at the same time. It was one or the other. There was no such thing at as Wi-Fi. There was no Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. No it fi. was it was one plug, and you had the internet or you had the phone, and that was it. And it was a corded phone. There was no cordless back then. So that so I don't know if that kind of changes who it is. Also, but I also know like 
for me personally, like I've always felt like Facebook was like somewhat family oriented because that's who you had on Facebook. Um, like, <laughs> I mean, when I first had Facebook, it was only my friends. So I look at my fucking memories. And I'm like, a bitch was out here wilding. Um, but then I could see the memories change once I had uh, family members on Facebook, you know. And then when it came to Instagram, um, I look at my old pictures, like my first post, and I'm like, again, your girl was out here wilding. But then as Instagram became Ouch, yeah. was came more popular, and you had people like watching your shit, you know at you you like you're like okay you're a little bit more conservative and now that I am more comfortable with myself I am more myself so I'm gonna post a fucking reel because that's what I feel like I don't want to post pictures when I was posting my body yes I know my followers like people like to see sexy people because that's what I am um of course you know of course they're gonna like that and that I posted that because that's how I felt you know so now I post how I feel. It, so it, it has changed with, with age. But I also feel like just coming from um, that in-between era, uh, you understand it's different. Like a persona, like it's almost like code switching where like you act one way with your family, you act one way with your friends. And as social media became more family-friendly, your persona changed from being who you actually are to being, oh, my family is watching, so I'm going to kind of calm that down. And now it's like, listen, my family knows I'm a hoe, so I'm be a hoe everywhere I go. She's not a hoe. <laughs> I'm a reformed hoe. So sorry. I said it in the first we episode. She, we know she lives. She hasn't left the house until recently. So no. They don't know that yet. So, Why are you putting my business out there? <laughs> you said it already. Did so I? here's I the question up. that I have, and I love that uh, nobody was able to really uh, verbalize it in that way. So how confident do you feel on social media? Um, now, now I feel great. Now I will post whatever I want to post. I will post like before I used to post ugly pictures, ironically, like, but now I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I, as a, damn, is it Kevin Hart? I'm gonna be me. You know, that's how it is now. But that, that was not always the case. I think for me, keeping it all the way real, I don't feel that confident on social media. One, it's, I don't want to say it's confusing, but it's. I have a question. When I say confusing, I sounded mad old. I have a question, though. These buttons, I have no idea. These photographs and filters, like, no, I'm not that old. I have a question, though. Are you saying, like, all social media, or do you mean social media outside of Facebook? uh, To keep it real, I, Facebook or Meta, Facebook, it just. Even on Facebook, my postings and stuff was very sporadic. Like, I wasn't posting photos. I wasn't, you know, out there like that. It was a way for me to keep in contact with people I wouldn't normally keep in contact with, keeping it all the way real. Or remember birthdays. Or it was like a planner for me. A social, a social, a social planner. Like, it was allowing me to keep up with things, events, and people that I was not keep, I wouldn't have kept up with without social, um, Facebook. 
as far as confidence of putting myself out there, I didn't have that confidence. And I, in a way, and I'm going to say this now, and this is probably the first time I'm saying this to you, Naughty, I still don't. Even on Instagram, it's like I'm trying to navigate this field, this, these waters, that I've, this territory that I've never navigated before. And I, if you ask any of my friends, I never, I always refuse to get a, a Instagram. And the number one reason why is I don't take that much pictures. I do have to say, um, Teach is attractive, and that's kind of what kind of holds his pictures up because he does not take the. He he had a old I t- picture. I take old people's pictures. He had an old <laughs> picture of himself from like. I want to say like 2013, 2014. And wasn't in, that old. Was it 2016? I mean, it wasn't probably more than 2016, 2017, but it wasn't like 2013. Okay, so, okay, fine. So it was like 2016, but we're... That's five was, years ago. I get it, I yeah. get it. No, and then he, oh, he five, took... six years ago. He took another picture, like, for Facebook and uploaded a new picture at... In... May, <laughs> either at the... At the end of 2020 or in the beginning of 2021, and he was getting all these phone calls like, oh, my goodness, you're alive. It was like Jesus rose again. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Also, it was like because I wasn't updating on Facebook, I I must have died. No, but I mean, it wasn't that you weren't updating because you were still sharing stuff, but you didn't have an updated picture. So, like, when you updated your picture, people knew that you were actually on Facebook, so, not that just actually like just scrolling through and checking through notifications. But if we're gonna keep it real, once I updated that pic, I got a lot of them. People like, was hey. like, "Damn, you they look like, good." Hey. Okay, let like, me. Oh, is this what you grew into? Is this not, what you've been doing? Mind all you, this time? mind you, this man has looked the same. I looked the same for the last like ten years. So if you thought he was hot back then, you he was hot now. Or I don't must understand. Have, they must have thought I fell off, I got fat, I lost my hair or something. They were just like Even surprised. if he lost his hair and got fat, he could have both of those things. He'd still be fine. And that's okay. Shout out to Naughty who bigs me up. This because, is my life coach, I just want to say. Weight and hair do not make you beautiful. They're yeah. just additions. Okay? Yeah. Yeah. Um I think it helps to make you beautiful. <laughs> I'm sorry, but we're all barbs here. Oh, that's true. We're all okay? barbs. We're all barbs here. No hate on that. Right. So uh, the thing, though, is while I didn't have that confidence on social media, I had that confidence off social media. I Wait, sorry. It's just just to, to kind of loop it back to what we just said. I think that, though. It's interesting because even like when we had, uh, sorry, private conversations about him changing his picture on Facebook and it was like, oh, people, people know I'm alive now. It's like, and it it was, uh, he was uncomfortable with the, like the, with the amount of people who were calling him to check in on him. Cause it's like, you hadn't checked in on the, on, on, in months, maybe even a year or years. And we went through the whole pandemic. Exactly. You went through the whole pandemic. The whole pandemic. You didn't check on me, and but that was for some people. But some people, it's like it was more than the pan. More than the pandemic. It was like you hadn't checked on me in years, um, and because I updated my Facebook profile picture, it's like you're not even gonna message me. You're going to. You're calling me and you're seeing how I am, and like um, I know because we're friends on Facebook. Like he was sharing stuff, and. 
Um, it's not like he is a person who doesn't use his Facebook. If you are his friend, he's sharing you videos and like stupid shit on Facebook. So if you're his friend, you knew he was on. So it's like you would really have to be a person who did not speak to him to know he wasn't on. And it was like the amount of comments, like legitimately within 10 minutes, he had like 20 comments 30 comments but it's like you were not talking to him and that's the effect that social media has it's like if you're not on then it's almost like you're not existing yeah and i was about to say it's that non-existent factor but i've never had that confidence on social media i had that confidence off and i think the reason why the confidence off social media was important and relevant more for me is because i spent most of my life off social media even when Instagram got popular, I got on Instagram in 2021. I've had friends who are like, get on Instagram. Look at this thing. I'm going to share you on this thing. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. And I mean, like, I share him things on Instagram. He's like, oh, I can't blink, see blink. it. And I'll be like, um, so I'm going to screen record it for you because I need you to see. Like, that's the thing. Shout out to Nordy being and a good friend. Even <laughs> though instead of trying to just bully me into getting um, I was like, I'm gonna sc- Instagram, I, I was like, nigga, you finna yeah. see this. And I'm going to screen record it so you have to watch it. Okay. Yeah. Um. I don't know if that makes me a good friend or just annoying. It, but it makes you a good friend. Thank oh. you for that. Because it but was like, yo, here it was. It was mostly good stuff, interesting stuff, stuff yeah. that makes you think, he stuff that makes mostly. you laugh. That's emotional. He said mostly. <laughs> uh, I mean, sometimes it'd be like everything you know, can hit. Everything. No, no, hit. no, no. It's not that everything you shit. Sometimes we talk about stuff that required a trigger warning or something that that's true. You know, something but that makes you go, damn. That why is this a thing? Like I do remember. Uh, a couple of years ago, I, I, you know, I'm a teacher. Everybody knows that at this point. And if you don't, I'm a teacher. And the kids were on Instagram or maybe TikTok. I'm not quite sure. If it was years ago, it's probably This is Instagram. when they were eating Tide Pods. That's IG and Facebook and YouTube. All right. So then motherfuckers was eating Facebook. Uh, that was a YouTube challenge, yeah. Eating Tide Pods. And they would record themselves. And I'm like, what the fuck? I, I, I was Damn. like, yeah, I definitely need to avoid this shit. Um, you, you weren't eating Tide Pods, right? No, okay, but I, I, did, make sure. I did try Uh-oh. to eat a spoonful of cinnamon. And let me tell you, that shit is <laughs> impossible. I'm pretty sure it didn't sound like a good idea. First and foremost, you can watch the first video and be like, oh, that shit looks fucking awful. No, but you think that. You, but, you, but honestly, because like when you try to swallow a spoonful of cinnamon right you you take that like you try it and you spit it back out and it looks like dust so it looks comical so you're like they're just spitting it out like there's no way you can't do it and then you you feel that dry sand going down your throat and you're like and your whole body goes nope bitch Uh -uh. are you fucking stupid in in a cardi b voice before we do cardi b and you spit it back out and you're like oh that's what happened Oh, got I, it. I think people would make that argument for peanut butter, which I love. Peanut butter is great. But you can swallow peanut butter yes, whole. Yes, but it's also, kind, it can be kind of like, ooh, this is. No, 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 no. But cinnamon, imagine swallowing a spoonful of sand. Yeah, that's what I figured. That's, that's what cinnamon, it's sand with texture and uh, less texture and more flavor. But you see the Lex. But it's te- still sand. Yeah, he's uh, he's smart. We were not, I was not smart at, at 14. That's what I'm saying. Kids were eating Oh, you Tide, were part of Tide Pods. <laughs> Tide Pods just sounded stupid even at 16. Yeah, um, it just did not, not sound lie. like the look. They don't, also don't look good. Uh, so one thing we do have to identify is that social media has become a time suck. 
Social media has become a time suck. And I've seen people just sitting on social media. You could be chilling with them if they go quiet and they're on their phone. They're most likely scrolling Instagram. And like completely like not absorbed. They're absorbed in it. So like they don't even realize that they're ignoring you. And you don't even realize that they're there. <laughs> like if you're the one on social media, you're like, oh, shit. Like, oh, shit, there's people here. Like, they'd be surprised as shit. But the, it becomes a time suck so much that very recently, Instagram had to implement a feature that reminds you to take a break. I, I have to say, um, maybe, good thing I'm not on Instagram that much. Do you know what this time break looks like because <laughs> i don't even know i'm like when you Me. when you said that i was like what the fuck does the time break look like because if the time break is magically going back up to the top of the feed then i know what it looks like oh if it if it's not if if, if that's just me if you had tumblr you know you make one fucking wrong mistake and now you're at the top and you're like damn i fucked up um then that's what it is like for Instagram. Like you make a you like you instead of scrolling up, you scroll left, and you're like, oh shit, where the fuck am I? I, I don't like I don't know where I went back to the regular page. Um, so I don't know if I haven't I've never seen a message that says take a break or are you okay? Like Netflix. Um, I don't yeah. know. Do you? I think it recently um, happened like just very recently and it's supposed to just be like a little notification that pops up like oh you're supposed to be able to set it 10 minutes 20 minutes 30 minutes and oh. after that it comes up and says hey you should take a break and i think it gives you suggestions like go take a shower i'm i'm kind of proud of myself because <laughs> i've never bathroom. i've i've oh, never it's very seen recent. that it's very recent but i i use ig every day because i like to watch like hair videos and shit like that i haven't seen it so you know I feel like, hey, man, I'm in the real world. Is IG the new dominant social media at this very moment? I think it's uh, um, honestly, a, I don't know because. Is that in TikTok? Yes. It's No, I think it, de it really depends uh, the demographic because I do think that there's a lot of people still using Facebook. Like Facebook is still a very, very active thing. And I also think like, but but like it depending on the demographic. Instagram and TikTok are, you know, but I also think that TikTok is like for like they're for different kind of people. Like because you can choose to either look at pictures, um, pictures and videos, and you can choose if those videos are muted or not. Or you can look at reels versus uh, TikTok being all video. So it's uh, there are two different ways to view social media like pictures or videos because everything on tiktok is a video and on instagram you can choose between videos and pictures and if you don't want to see videos you can scroll by them so it's two different things yeah i think that's that's how it was when i would scroll on facebook i mostly go on facebook to keep it whole hundred with you to go on marketplace and see what people are selling and if there's something i'm looking and to, for and to send me and his other friends like funny videos oh yeah there are some That's definitely it. funny videos definitely that i it. can find that i can't find them on and can, actually yeah. i haven't done the work to find them on other but they're already um, on facebook so why would you look anywhere else yeah i'm like here it is let me just send and it to you to facebook also messenger or meta messenger uh, other than like actually i haven't seen a v like videos on instagram or tiktok that are just like like 
we like to share voiceovers or random like comic book stuff where it's like the actual like TV show. I haven't seen that on other apps, so it hasn't like crossed over yet, at least not in my knowledge. Yeah. Maybe we're lazy. Uh, maybe. Uh, but like I said, uh, social media isn't really my forte or where I'm going from. Um, I One thing I do want to say about uh, social media and the time suck that it can be is it's kind of like escapist reality. It's like gives people a chance to escape from their mundane. People do it while they're on the train, while they're commuting. People do it while they're just having time. They're bored. It's a zone out time. It's a time to zone out. And it like takes you like, and I don't want to use this word, but a magical journey. <laughs> on a magic To where you're like, you can go ride. anywhere. You can watch what your friend is, this person you idolize, Instagram models or whatever. And it's just like takes you on this whole journey. But because I grew up in a different era and it wasn't that, there's other ways I've I've created, like this thing called my imagination. I kind of use it sometimes. Or reading a magazine. Or reading a book. I mean, no, to, in the way that you're talking, like to get to know like a celebrity would be a yeah. reading a magazine. So there's many different ways to do it. So I'm kind of, you know, out of practice, but I do understand the benefit and I do see the cost. The cost of it because it could affect many things it could affect your time it could affect your relationships it could affect your mental health the one thing i do want to leave the readers with while we start to wrap up this episode is who exactly are the biggest culprits of social media who is affected the most is it adults who spend most of their time and probably have some time productive or unproductive on social media or is it the children who grew up in this era of social media and this the personas that need to be created the fact the fomo abilities the the self-esteem that can be affected by it who do you think and you should write us in the comments and give us your opinion on who do you think is affected the most on and by social media and I want you to also think about, I know we're wrapping this up, but the the people who are in between, because I know um, for my age demographic, the big thing that, that, that people were writing about were magazines. And in particular, I remember reading articles on articles about how like armpit fat was the most um, edited part of the body and how they used to edit that out of all your favorite celebrities and how body image and magazines had affected kids my age not just like vogue teen vogue but like j14 and in those like kitty and nickelodeon those kind of magazines and tv posters there was a whole thing about um her uh damn what's her name emma watson's body having her breast be made bigger for the for one of the for the harry potter poster for i what's the one where she turns time the one that she's multiple people or doing in multiple places to take multiple classes yes i have no idea i do know what you're talking about i think it's 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 the one before order of the phoenix order of the phoenix was the fifth one before half blood before uh, the one with their the Triwizard Tournament. Fuck it. With it's, Cedric Diggory and where he. It's the one where she punches Malfoy. Wait, you talking about the book or the movie? 
it's in the movie. But okay, either way, the whole point is that they they edited her body to have her to have bigger breast in in that poster. In certain regions or everywhere? Everywhere. Or at least, no, no, in America. In America. Child? Yes, in America. And then at the same time, Herbie Fully Loaded came out with Lindsay Lohan, and they edited her body to have a smaller chest and a smaller stomach. And it was like how the, and so that they their bodies were at similar proportions, and how that affected teenage girls um at my at in my at when i was a teenager that was the big thing about um movie posters and magazines and that too was a different form of social media and so i want you to think about how we see it now and how it's changed over time so yeah the i guess the filters now on the instagram um, D- did what they they do now? What airbrushing and um like photographers have always been doing? Yeah, and now making your skin perfect, your body perfect, and things like that. And you get it more instant. You can easily access it. You don't have to go buy a magazine now. You don't have you, to buy a magazine. It's just to there. Get, you don't have to buy a magazine to to feel like your body is imperfect. Though I think that's another thing to think about. You like. There's newsstands. Newsstands are the Instagram of ye old age. Because you see them when you're, uh, I know right now it's a pandemic and we don't have newsstands necessarily in the train station, but you know, when I was growing up, you had the newsstand on every other corner, you had the newsstands in Mm -hmm. the train station, and you had all of the beautiful people on the magazines. You know, I remember seeing uh, Jimmy Neutron on the Trident Gum. I feel like old as shit, but... uh, you you saw about the Trident gum, and it was like you had to have Trident gum to have the cleanest teeth. If you weren't chewing that gum in particular and brushing your teeth with the the Jimmy Neutron toothpaste, you're you were fucking dirty. If you feel old as fuck by seeing Jimmy Neutron, he's like on um, the gum, super old as fuck. I feel super old because I don't know who the fuck Jimmy Neutron is. I bet you if I showed him a picture, he would know. But it's I know it was a Nickelodeon show, but I have no idea. Was it a Nickelodeon show? Yeah. Okay, you'd be like, it was on Disney Channel. I'd be like, shit, I don't know shit. <laughs> um, but the one thing I do want to say is everything that Naughty just said is correct. But you have to add on to the fact that kids today, their newsstands is is literally carried with them every day. They can literally go on their phone and Google Vogue. They can literally go on their phone, Google GQ. They can Google Maxim. And these are probably all not magazines, people. <laughs> that tells you how old. I said Maxim. Ugh. The kids are not looking at Maxim. Well, Hopefully. You get what I'm saying. They have, their, they have a literal mobile newsstand in their pockets that they carry every day and on their game devices anything with an internet browser or an app store that they can download apps from they have access to all of these things so that's the question that we want to pose for you this week is what or who I know we <laughs> that's always the teacher, have homework. That's the educators in us. Right now, we're giving you homework. Who do you think is affected the most by social media, adults or children? And tell us why in the comments of either or of the Naughty and the Teach podcast, the Teacher NYC pod, the uh, Teacher NYC Instagram, or the Naughty Flower Instagram, or at Naughty and the Teach. It's all Instagram. You said it yes. first. All Instagram. <laughs> Look at me. See, I'm still trying to get. I'm like, is that right? I'm old. I'm not that old. I mean, I'll old learn up. it. It's just about learning it. And I'll take the time to do that. So um, we are about to wrap this up. But we do want to end it with our favorite segment of the I think it's more his podcast. favorite segment of the podcast. It is my favorite <laughs> segment. 
and it is called recommends yes Dorney and the teach recommends so damn i got it wrong Oh, it's. It, I, got I just, I just added. I just added. No, he our corrected. Name. It's okay. It is definitely. He took the red pen and corrected. We it's are okay. going. To, <laughs> that's the teacher. <laughs> we are definitely going to, um, you know, naughty and the teach recommends. So, naughty, do you have a recommendation for the fans or the listeners? If you're not a fan yet, you will be. <laughs> this. If week. you're listening to this right now, you're a fan. That's it. I'm telling you, you're a fan right now and we appreciate you yes we love and appreciate you but you're already a fan that's it follow us right now okay i gave you the moment did you follow okay thank you i appreciate you even more um what am i into right now i oh what's the recommendation i want to be i want it to be related to social media um oh shit Go first, because I already recommended. Um, I do want to do two blog. things. So I think Naughty is right. We should do something based off social media. So I'm gonna just quickly throw this out. Uh, last episode, I talked about Faith G. Harper. She is a psychologist who wrote the book Unfuck Your Brain. She has a slew of other books that tackles different um, topics, one about anxiety, one about intimacy, one about adulting. Um, if you get a chance, Google, look up Faith G. Harper. She is, I think, based out of Oregon. I hope I'm right about that. But her work and her books are amazing. They are extremely helpful if you want to do some work on yourself. Like I said last episode, work on your shit. This is a good place to start if you don't have the means, the resources, or even if you do have the means or resources to get in therapy or professional support in whatever fashion that may look like. These books are books, are steps that you can take on your own in order to work on that. But Faith G. Harper, look her up amazing at what she does personable funny professional but since we're talking about social media let's talk about some of the things that i would look at or share on social media on facebook one of the things i would share is a voiceover artist his name is ace vane a-c-e-v-a-n-e his shit is fucking hilarious it's mostly based on like cartoons and the it's a lot of Spider-Man work, a lot of uh, DC work. His shit is fire. Definitely check him out. Another person that is a comedian, but I've learned about him on Facebook. And if you haven't seen Ryan Davis, he started off by saying, who is Ryan Davis? His shit is fire. He's come into the New York City area. Uh, Naughty and I will definitely be there to to. To, to see him, to laugh, to really enjoy the comedy that he uh, is going to share with us. We are really excited and happy about that. So Ace Vane on Facebook and uh, Ryan Davis as well on Facebook. Um, a book that I love and I've uh, read a few times, listened to a few times is The Alchemist. Oh, I always wonder how I'm supposed to say his last night last name is uh Paulo. I think it's Coelho, um, but it I uh, teaches nodding, so I hope I said it right because you know we could both be wrong. Um, but that's a it's a really amazing book about uh, a boy, a shepherd who goes on a journey and how um it's kind of how everything is a small world and how things kind of like loop back around in in your journey 
and uh like where you start is where you end and i think that's like a very beautiful message um especially for me i related it to me like loving to talk everybody will tell you everybody who knows me um i may not be the most friendly person but i am a very talkative person and they're like wow a podcast it's like getting paid to breathe and that's for you (laughs) and you can see by the way i interrupt teach uh you're like damn on the fucking money so uh he's nodding he's shaking his head she's good I mean, it, no, it's okay. I, I own it. I own it. Um, I'm a talker, and that's okay. But I do think it's a very beautiful story. Um, I am trying to get my hands on what it is supposed to be the second book. And once I get that under my belt, I will let you know if I recommend it or not. But yes, The Alchemist, it's whatever, everything that everyone says about it and how amazing it is and how beautiful it is, is true. Check it out. I recommend it. All right. We're going to try to compile all of these uh, recommendations in one place, but that's for a later date. Um, so that way you can have like a little curated list of all of the things we talk about on this podcast. By but- Christmas, by Christmas. So in between uh, Christmas and New Year's, when you're suffering through your family, you have things to do. Yeah. So, all right. We Unless wanna, you love them. Sorry. We definitely want to take a moment. Thanks, everybody. Again, uh, if you haven't subscribed, we are on a lot of the major platforms now. Shout out to Naughty for making that happen. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and Audible, iHeartRadio. We are on the Reason app, also known as RSS. We are also on Podbean. You know, shout out to our Android users. Hashtag we love you. Also love the iPad. Hashtag iPod. green bubbles. <laughs> Still love you. You know, God, you're on a green bubble. Still, still heart you. Um, <laughs> you know, we're, we're everywhere. We're on Google Podcasts. We're on Podcast Index. You know, if you want to hear us, we are there. And soon we will be on YouTube. Okay? Yes. And that's we're our there. next major jump. And uh, we're going to take this to video and you're going to be able to see, put vase, faces to these voices. You're going to see how sexy we are, you know. So we definitely want you, if you can, like, subscribe, leave a comment on any of the platforms. Please reach out to Naughty and the Teach. Tell us how you're liking these podcast episodes. Tell us, give us feedback. Tell us what you want. We are personally responding to DMs. So if you're out there and you want to actually get to know us and talk to us, we will respond. We are not... Well, we're bougie, but we're not that bougie. Yeah, we're, we're not bougie enough to not be respectful or respondent to your messages so we definitely want you to reach out we are encouraging you to we thank you for spending every second listening to this podcast and we hope to see you at the next episode thanks have a good night or good morning whatever (laughs) enjoy later y'all